This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is Rhett Gillins. He's in the restaurant industry and he feels stuck. He wants to start his own software business. So congratulations, Rhett, for your guys' chance to win 100 bucks every Monday morning. Simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now in order to enter and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you subscribed. Many people ask me how I used email to sell my first company, Heyo, and it's simple. You want to do things like open tracking so that you know when a potential buyer actually opens your email or potential new customer. You also want to set reminders so you can quickly know when to follow up with somebody if they haven't replied to you or use things like auto follow up sequences. You can do all of this with a company called thetopinbox.com. In fact, I liked it so much I bought the whole business. Go try it for free at thetopinbox.com right now. Nathan Latke here. This is episode 516. Coming up tomorrow morning, you're going to learn from Joseph Walla with Hello Sign. They raised 3.5 million bucks. They just passed 6 million users and they have 47,000 customers helping them all sign documents quicker. Top Tribe, Nathan Aladka here. Our guest today is Max Altschuler. He's the CEO of Sales Hacker, a rapidly growing media company focused on the future of B2B sales. Max literally wrote the book on hacking sales called The Playbook for Building a High-Velocity Sales Machines, which was recently published by Wiley. Aside from sales hacker, Max Angel invests and advises startups all around the globe. Max, are you ready to take us to the top? Hell yeah, let's do it. Let's do it, man. All right, sales hacker, tell us what it does and how you make money. Yeah, so how we make money is through our conferences, but we're just uh, a media company helping people usher in the future of sales. So um, everything from technology to training, uh, sales is getting more attention and more love than ever before. It's finally a uh, kind of a hot role, and people are thinking about it less as kind of a you know you use car salesman in a in a car lot, and more of this empathetic role that keeps the lights on at some of the fastest growing startups. So uh, we do this through training. We do uh, crowdsourced content um, on our blog, and then uh, a couple conferences a year, about twenty five hundred people um, at each conference. Uh, focus on future sales. We do a little overlap on marketing, customer success, and um, everything from, you know, whether you're a sole technical founder and you're trying to figure it out on your own, or you're a seasoned VP of sales at an enterprise company and you want to learn about, you know, all the new and um, exciting things happening in sales and all the new technologies and all the new uh, kind of hacks and tactics that have come out of So Max, the conferences is your main revenue stream though, correct? Yeah. Okay. So walk us through the economics on one of those. When was the last one? Uh, last one was in June. So we, um, we do those conferences that, that one's a joint venture with, uh, Salesforce or a, not a joint venture, but a partnership with Salesforce, um, in order, in an effort to go further up market. So the economics for something like that will be, um, you know, you get 75% of your income through sponsorships, about 25% of your income through ticket sales. Um, so what, what Max, break those down for us. Sorry. And you cut out what, when did you say this was what month? This was June of, uh, 2016. Okay. And keep your mic however it is right now, just like it is. Cause I'm going to like brush against it. 
this sounds good though. Perfect. So June 2016, um, sponsor revenue. So what was sponsor revenue for that one conference? Sponsor revenue for that one is about 1.2, uh, and change. Okay. And then what were ticket sales? Ticket sales for that is around, I want to say three to four hundred K. Okay. And what were, what was the price per ticket? Um, I think we're doing average ticket price around four to 500. Okay. And how many, uh, total attendees? Uh, you're looking at, I think uh, close to 2000 on that one. Okay. And it takes an art, I mean, to, to figure out how to make money from conferences. A lot of people I speak with, they lose money on conferences. So what yeah. were your costs? And then tell us how you manage these costs. Yeah. So our costs were, uh, sub 1 million right around. And, um, you're managing these costs basically, uh, you don't want to make any investments until you, um, until you recoup that money. So you don't spend unnecessarily. You just do the bare bones for the event until you have enough recouped and then you can kind of level it up some more. And you want to always try and, uh, build it out so that you're thinking about, okay, like what if we only hit 50% of target, you know, can we still break even at 50%? 50% being like extremely, extremely conservative, but like, yeah, we really did poorly on this event. So Max, somebody uh, that's putting on their first conference would say, but Max, my conference venue is wanting me to put down 50 grand up front before I have one ticket sale just to book the venue. How can I start selling tickets if I don't have the venue yet? Yeah, you shouldn't. You should start selling sponsorships before you have the venue. Got it. So walk uh, us through that. Yeah. So you got to put together a perspective and a prospectus and a clear and concise uh, message that's going to resonate with potential sponsors. So you need to find out what, what's your conference? What are you doing? Um, you know, I'm working with uh, a company right now on uh, helping them with their conference. And, um, and I don't do this often, but this is a pretty big one. It's going to be a 5,000 person conference for pulse for Gainsight. Oh, pulse. Interesting. Uh, yeah. And what it's so you for that, a consulting fee. Yeah, we have a, we have an, uh, an arrangement. I can't get too far into that, but, um, what we do is we help them with the messaging. We help them figure out your, their, their total addressable market. We help them fit, uh, build out their prospectus and the pricing. And then we go out and help them acquire those companies. So for example, um, for them, you know, the previously their conference was a customer success conference, but realistically it's, it's about more than just customer success. It's about um, everything that happens once somebody is a customer. So how do you show more love for your customers? How do you resell and upsell your customers? How do you, um, you know, give your customers a better experience? And so changing the messaging, making that conference broader, um, but putting together a prospectus that is going to appeal to different categories within that, um, that customer post, you know, post sales mindset or whoever those people are, and then figuring out the total addressable market. So, you know, per persona, um, what companies are could possibly be interested in this conference. So for example, if you're doing, um, customer experience type stuff, well, then you're looking at like the intercoms sure. uh, world and that opens up a whole other market or list that you'll want to go out and build and target early on. So having a perspective, also incentivizing sponsors to sign up early and pay early, uh, is imperative because you, you want to pay, uh, for the conference out of conference revenues. You don't want to go into pocket for so that. So Max, would you be willing to send me for the last conference you use kind of the perspective you sent before you had a dollar in sales? Yeah, I can send you the prospectuses we use. They're, they're public, they're online. We send them to sponsors. I mean, our, our sponsorship prospectuses 
listed on um, our upcoming conferences, the Revenue Summit, San Francisco in March, Sales and Marketing. And there's a on the site you can go to become a sponsor and and download the uh, perspective. Yeah, that's at the revenue summit uh, dot com uh, on it right now. Yeah, I see. Okay, good. So you can go put your email in here and, and basically act like you want to be a sponsor, and they'll, I guess it'll send you the PDF. So there's the um, let's see. Uh, there's the get Max, notified. Max, how about this? Will you just email it to me, and I'll include in the show notes. Yeah, that'd be sure. That'd be good. Um, Is that huh? Like this is this is gonna be edited out. No, this is great. This is gonna this is what's gonna get people to go to your different sites. Is us talking about this live? Yeah. So don't just okay. just email it to cool. me, and I'll include it in the show notes. And then everyone listening, guys, you can check it out in the show notes at nathanlaka.com forward slash the top. Uh, what episode will this be? Forward slash the top five one six. Okay. And then in um, so at the revenuesummit.com, if you do go under sponsors, there's for sponsorship information and inquiries. Click here. That actually pops up the the doc. Got in, it. Uh, Dropbox. So you can actually go there and pop it up. That's perfect. And what will you, so that's, you kind of broke down sponsorship revenue. You can, so what you're doing, you know, a million bucks in costs and you're doing what 1.6 top line. So what you, you bank about 600 grand per event. Um, depends event per event. Uh, we always want to go bigger every year. Um, you know, hopefully you can do well on that event where you're going to re-sign up a lot of your sponsors. I mean, we did, we did the Saster annual, uh, last year and the year before, um, that's oh, a bigger you, did event. Did you put that on with Jason? Yeah, we did the last two years. Oh, I didn't know that. So you were kind of the partner that helped him arrange all that. Yeah. Okay. He pinged me in, uh, 2014. He's like, Hey, I want to do a conference for SAS <laughs> And, uh, we were like, yeah, we know how to do these pretty, pretty well. So, and what's um, the, what's the, what are relationship? Like if I pinged you and said, Hey, Max, I got a lot of podcast listeners, you know, 3 million downloads, 10,000 listen to every episode. I want to figure out how to take this relationship from audio only to in-person. I want to hire you to, or I want to work with you to help me put on a, the top summit. Right. What, what do you charge me? I mean, how does that work? Uh, we, we don't work with, we don't work with companies. Like this isn't a service that we provide. So I'd say like, it's a very, very one-off, like, let's, let's take a look at it. If it's interesting, like if the community is big enough and there are people that spend money and we can see a path to real big, you know, sponsorship revenues, like Saster made a lot of sense because there was nothing like this for SAS and SAS is like massive now. Um, and he had this great authentic following and the connections to get like the best speakers. If you look at the upcoming Saster, I mean, he's got, CEOs of all the companies that IPO. So, so Max, sorry, I know people yeah. can't just hire this for you. It's it's something you kind of do one off, and you have to look at a lot of things. But when there is a fit, what are you doing? Are you taking a percentage of sponsorship revenue? Or are you taking a percentage of ticket sale? I mean, how's it work? So it depends how we we work with you. We we took a percentage of profits of all profits um, for Saster because we managed the entire event. Um, for you know our relationship with Gainsight, it's a percentage of sponsorships because that's the only part. Got but, it. Uh, okay, that's what I will yeah. understand. Cool. And there's upfront costs and things like that, guaranteed. Yeah. Got it. That's helpful to understand. Cool. So this is just one kind of segment of what you do, right? When I'm on your site, you know, it says you you do many things: conferences, content, membership, and training. Um, yeah. Give us just let's go back to ten thousand feet for a second. So in 2015, what was your total revenue across all these channels? Uh, 2015 total revenue. I think we were around like 2.5 okay. just for Sales Hacker. And how many, and how many kind of team members or employees do you have? Uh, we have about 12 contractors. Okay, that's great. No fixed expenses. What a beautiful world, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm all remote. Like I'm, I'm in Miami right now, Japan next month. I was in Brazil and Argentina earlier this month. 
That's great. So what is the, uh, why is a guy like you that has so much kind of influence over this kind of things? Why haven't you gotten into building your own software? Why would I not end up building my own software? have you? Like, I mean, because software multiples are through the roof right now. Yeah, it's also much more crowded market. Um, I've got something good going on here. We've got a really good foundation to build software. We want to build software. Um, you know, we actually think we're, we're gearing up, so to speak, um, to raise a fund to invest in, um, early stage B2B companies and be able to help them with their sales and marketing. Um, obviously we've gotten pretty good at that. So we have a lot of opportunities right now. Do we want to build software? Do we want to build a consultancy? Do we want to build to, to build a VC firm? Do we want to go the PE route and roll up a bunch of companies? We've got options. Um, but we have a sales and marketing arm that, you know, it would take a long time for anybody else to build. Well, what's your current list size? Uh, somewhere between 40 and 50,000. Okay. Would you say that's your most powerful? I mean, when you got a new blog content or you launch a new conference, is that kind of the first touch point you have? Is that your most powerful distribution channel? Would you say? Yeah. And our, and our network of people who like the, the, the close people to sales hacker that share this stuff and the people that we get to speak at our events and, and, you know, come on and do blog posts are very influential. Yep. And so it's their reach plus our reach usually. And we, I've heard a CEO say, um, you know, somehow you figured out a way to, you know, make me believe this is a nonprofit. And <laughs> like, Cause like we're doing a lot to help the community. I mean, everything that's, that we do that's a compliment is helpful. Exactly. To all of our attendees and then sponsors cover the cost. Um, and hopefully everybody gets value, you know, all the way around. What if you do decide to go the VC route, what would you raise? five, 10, 20? What would you raise as kind of an initial fund? The goal would be somewhere between 15 and 30. Okay. So you do more like a kind of a legit what Jason did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very cool. And what is the, so where did you, I, this is gonna sound like a weird question, but where'd you come from? Did you come from kind of private equity and VC or did you just start hustling out of college and building sales hacker? Yeah. Private equity and VC is not my world. I built the, <laughs> uh, I built the supply side of a marketplace called Udemy. Um, so took them through their A and B rounds. Uh, they most recently raised, I think like 120 million in series D, mm -hmm. uh, pretty big company now, but, um, that's kind of where I cut my teeth as far as Silicon Valley goes. I started two companies before that. Um, both were great learning experiences, but didn't go, you know, where I would have liked. Mm -hmm. I'm glad the first one failed. It was a bike share program would have been the first one in America. Like you see the city bikes everywhere now. Yep. We were trying to do that at Arizona state university made a lot of sense. Would have been a headache. Um, and nobody was giving two 22 year olds, um, a couple million bucks in 2000, you know, 2008, 2009 after the, uh, market crash. Mm -hmm. So, uh, especially for, for a manufacturing business, we had a manufacturer bike racks. So, that didn't work out. Started a social media company strictly to make American money while living abroad. Took it to Costa Rica and Nicaragua for a couple months. This was last and, call. Uh, yeah. And then parlayed that into the Udemy job. Was the last call. Uh, was that, those were both self-funded, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I like going the self-funded route. I like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to take on money if I don't have to. The conference business does very well with without ever having to take on any money. Um, I've made, Let's see, uh, probably 20 or so investments now. Name, uh, name your favorite three. Favorite three. Ooh, uh, 
there's a really interesting one that's completely outside of what I, what I normally invest in. It's called transcend lighting. Mm -hmm. They do um, special led lighting for uh, grow rooms and vertical farming. And so obviously with all the, um, all the new States that are legalizing marijuana and all that stuff, uh, that's going pretty well, but the, what about the sales space in the sales space, um, troops, that yep. AI. Yep. So, um, Slack bot type thing. Um, you so you were part of the $8 million syndicate or 7 million, whatever it was the original both rounds. Okay. Got it. Both rounds on that. Um, what's another favorite. Mm. But, but you're, I'm trying to get to your thesis. Your general thesis is what put in 30 to 60 grand in the seed, you know, in a seed round and then follow on if it's doing well. No, I'm putting in, I'm putting in less than that. I'm okay. doing like 10, 10 or 20 K checks in, um, in the, earliest round I can get in like preferably in like a three to $6 million valuation. Yep. Um, and then if I can follow along great, most of the times it gets too expensive for me, but, um, you know, when I'm getting in for three to six, like many times I'm looking at it and I'm saying, okay, well this, this company has a great chance to, to be something big, but like at the very like worst case scenario, sell for, you know, 50 or 60 or 150, you know, and I'm still making pretty good money back. Yeah, that makes good sense. Uh, ha any, have any exits so far? Yeah, one company sold to, uh, Spiderbook sold to Demandbase. Um, but that was an advisory, not a, uh, not a investment. Uh, invest yep. Yeah. Did they give you advisory shares in exchange for you helping them kind of market using your sales hacker network? So um, it's less about using the sales hacker network and more about using my subject matter expertise, um, my, you know, individual network as Max Outchler with uh, VCs and uh, potential customers. Um, I try and keep the two things separate yep. to, to, be, to be quite, uh, you know, honest with you. I am, um, I don't, I set very, very good expectations. Um, defined expectations early on of what I will and will not do for companies. And, you know, I don't use my sort of influence or network for sales hacker in my personal investments. That's great. Um, other, other ones, are, uh, another one I'm really excited about is Virgil security, but that's not in the sales space. Um, but another SaaS company, they're trying to do, um, basically, uh, the Twilio model for security. Um, so, you know, I'm not trying to invest in, sales or marketing companies and trying to invest in B2B companies that I can help sell and market. Yeah. I see. I see exactly what you're saying, right? You're, you're, not, you're not teaching people how to make money. Like a lot of these kind of info marketers do. You, you actually have a subject matter expertise and you want to apply that to as, as many kind of B2B companies as possible. Yeah. Nice. And I don't want to like, I don't want to start investing in my vendors and then being political and like, you know, sure. Getting that whole mess. Like that's not really the point. The point is to, to help them with the expertise and my, like my network and not as, you know, uh, the, the sales hacker, you know, here, I'm going to invest in you and then I'm going to plug you in and make you a, a sponsor and put you on stage. It pretty much cannibalizes my, my main business. If I were to do that. Yeah. So I'm not good, Max, it makes good sense. Where's the best place for people to connect with you online. If they want to watch as you continue growing this thing. Uh, LinkedIn is probably the best place to connect. Um, if you want to do one-to-one, -one, I'm on Twitter, Max Alts and sales hacker. So that's a good place to find me as well. 
so many of you have heard me talk about wanting to take a company public by the time I turn 30. I'm 27 now and I have identified what I will build and take public. It's called thetopinbox.com. No questions asked. Here's why. Salespeople hate using tools like Yesware and ToutApp and Salesforce because they don't have to log in and update their you know pipelines just for their bosses. So I was using this company called The Top Inbox or something very similar that allows you to track emails, set open reminders, set auto follow-up sequences to people to make sure you get replies and to frankly close more deals. In fact, I use this concept to sell my whole business, heyo.com. I saw when investors opened, when buyers opened, when they replied, I followed up and I sold it. So I bought the whole business. I will take it public. You should get on right now before I start decide to start charging for this thing. It's totally free. Thetopinbox.com. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, you came out of nowhere. Your website's growing so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator. And the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin. And guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, you can see Sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. Great. Top Tribe, we will link to that in the show notes at nathanlatka.com forward slash the top 516. Again, forward slash the top 516. All right, Max, let's wrap this thing up. These are the famous five. Quick one word answers. You ready? Sure. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, besides for my own, uh, name your name yours, by the way, so people can check it out. So hacking sales is my own and uh, 48 laws of power by Robert green is, uh, definitely my favorite. How many copies of your book have you sold so far? 20,000 plus. Cool. That's great. Was, was that kind of a key thing in working with Wiley? You just want to get that kind of kind of branding under your belt. It gives you leverage or, or what? I actually self-published it and probably sold 15,000. Um, and then Wiley came in maybe 10 months later, um, bought like the second edition and did another five or so through them. I've heard this uh, happen so frequently. They'll come in if you've proven sales and, you know, buy the rights for, you know, a, a pretty healthy chunk, actually, you know, hundred, yeah. 200, 300 grand sometimes. It's not bad. And then you get the, you get a much more polished version cause they do a re-edit on it. And then, uh, you get, you know, the credibility of being published instead of self-published really smart you still make money on the first, you know, on, on your network, basically really smart. Yeah. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? CEO following studying. Um, not, not one in, in particular. Cool. No. Uh, you know, I think I learned a lot from Jason Lemkin over at Saster and then there's a couple guys in my direct network that um, I get a lot of good information out of, but you know, it's not a, not a CEO thing. It's more of a just people I respect in, in general. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have like TopTal? Favorite online tool. Uh, my, my most basic one that I probably use every day is Boomerang for Gmail. Yep. Um, love that. Number four, yes or no, do you get eight hours of sleep every night? No. And what's your situation? Married, single, do you have kids? Single. Single. Nice. And how old are you? Uh, single, straight, 29. <laughs> <laughs> What's your social security number? No, just kidding. <laughs> Last question, Max. Take us back nine years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Oh, my God. You know what? I, don't, I wouldn't change a thing. 
um, right now. But what's like a lesson you learned though that you really wish you knew when you were twenty? Shit, I wish I would have. I wish I would have um, studied psychology a little bit more uh, early on. Maybe take a take a class in college around it, um, and really just like structured thinking. It took me a while—not a while—to learn that, but definitely two failed businesses mm-hmm. to focus more on how people think and how to create compelling messaging. And those are like two of the. Two of the things I think you need to build a foundation off of when you're in sales or building a business as an entrepreneur, um, you know, what is the messaging? What do people, how are people thinking about this? Sorry, my dog is. That's okay. Top tribe. There you have it from Max, who's being attacked by his dog. Study psychology a bit more early on. It'll prove valuable as you go through life. He's building Sales Hacker, doing about 1.6 million bucks per conference, 75% on sponsorship income, 25% on ticket sales. His last one had over 2,000 attendees at a $400 ticket price. Did about 2.5 million in 2015 across all of his revenue channels. He's got 12 contractors, 40 to 50,000 folks on his list so far, looking at maybe raising his own VC fund or doing PE or getting into some exciting things over the next several months. You're going to want to follow him closely. Max, thank you for taking us to the top. Yeah, thanks for having me. If you enjoyed Max today, go back and listen to Chad yesterday. He went from zero to 300 grand in monthly recurring revenue in under 16 months by helping 300 e-commerce brands streamline their business data with his company, Scubana. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.